Hello, everybody. The show that you're about to listen to is entitled Show Yourself Pittsburgh, Episode 1. Hopefully you enjoy it and listen to the entire show. Thank you much. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the premiere episode of Show Yourself Pittsburgh. I'm your host, Schultz or Chris or whatever you want to call me. And my co-host is... Tool or Joe. Whatever. He's a tool bag. So we'll exactly. Joe. Yeah. Well, um, a little bit about what we'll be discussing on tonight's podcast and what we plan on making a regular, at least a once a week or bi-weekly podcast. Then we'll talk about the local Pittsburgh sports, Pirates, Penguins, Steelers, Pitt, WVU, Penn State, a little bit of everything, even a little uh, NBA we might sprinkle in with our national sports coverage from all the major sports. Um, Joe and I, or Toolbag, or Tool, whatever the hell he wants to be called, <laughs> we'll also talk about uh, like the entertainment stuff. Like We're in the books and the local movie scenes that are out there, uh, TV shows that we enjoy that are even coming out. I know we're big uh, fans of Stephen King, so we're really excited about the stand that's coming up. We're also going to talk a little about music and wherever the hell else we feel like talking about. Um, we'll probably try to shy away from the politics just because we're going to piss off at least half of the people that are maybe listening to. Yeah, the asshole half. Yeah, you're a half. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anything else you were thinking we might ever discuss, Joe? No, I think you pretty much covered it all. You know, just the stuff that, that we enjoy talking about, music. Yeah. Maybe I mean, a, a game here and there. I mean, I know you're not much of a gamer anymore, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, like, I, I get in my kicks. Like, uh, I was in the college football games there for a minute, and then I got into, for some reason, I got into soccer uh, games on Facebook. It's kind of neat playing with somebody. I don't know. But we're uh, two thirty-some-odd-year-old guys. Um, One of us is married, obviously Joe, since he sounds like he's beaten down quite a bit. Um, Yes. I'm engaged. We both have uh, jobs and do not live in our mother's basements, even though it might sound like we do. But, uh, I mean... What can I say? I don't live in my stepmom's basement anymore. <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Once he turned 30, he moved out. That's right. Um, and then we're real sarcastic. So uh, we might say something and might be like, oh, my God, there's a little tension. There's always tension between us, but it's usually something stupid that Joe starts about. Um, and there's going to be a lot of Family Guy references and uh, a lot of Seinfeld references in our podcast. Joe will make some odd comment and nobody will get it. It'll be very obscure. It, very obscure. <laughs> um, so how we'll break down each show is uh, we'll start off the show with like any our hot takes or anything that's going on, you know, in the sports world. Uh, today, as we're recording... We're going to be, and we're on the eve of the NFL season. So we're going to talk a lot about the NFL today. And then uh, usually we'll do like two or three, like maybe hot topics like that. But I think we're going to be staying mostly with the NFL. And then uh, we'll wrap up the show. Usually we'll talk about something 
big weekly segment. Um, a couple of things that I, I was talking with Joe about before was like songs or bands that we're kind of into right now. Uh, Douchebags of the Week, what's grinding my gears, like something's on our uh, back burner on our mind. Uh, like a bad tweet I might find on Twitter that just like, oh my god, I can't believe somebody put that out there. And then something I I do, and I don't know if anybody else does, is you click on Wikipedia, and then you just go down a rabbit hole. You just keep clicking on the links, and you're like, oh, I didn't know this guy was in this show. And then you click down to this, and then, oh, he's married to this. What the hell? And three hours later, you know a wonderland that you never thought you'd never know in your life. Um, anything I miss on that, Joe? Outline? I think you got it. You know, it, uh, it's, it, it'll, we'll try to keep things, uh, as focused as possible, but, uh, yeah, you know, we'll no guarantees. Yeah, there's no, no guarantees on that. But, uh, without further ado, I think, uh, Joe doesn't talk a lot, which is great for a podcast that, you know, well, Nobody, yeah. You like to talk, so I, I don't mind letting no you talk. No way. <laughs> no way. So, without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Well, starting off, uh, since we're on the eve of the NFL, even though uh, there was Thursday game where Chiefs destroyed the Texans, we're going to do an NFL preview for the upcoming 2020 weirdo season. Uh, you want to predict the Texans Kansas City game at all, Joe? Mm, I have this strong uh, I'll take feeling. The <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll take the Chiefs. Well, we actually got a, had a few games that uh, ran today too. So, uh, well, I was I didn't want to tell everybody that, but all right, whatever. <laughs> so it's uh, not like any of these predictions are going to be right anyway. Yeah. So as everybody knows, the Chiefs beat the Forty ers and. Looked like an unstoppable team in 2019. Uh, Chiefs were probably, I mean, with the exception of, uh, uh, what's his name? Mahomes going down last year. They're the most dominant team. I mean, the Ravens were really great, but uh, to me, the Chiefs were the team to beat, even though they were 12 4, and there's a few teams that were 13 3. I think, like the Packers. We're kind of a smokescreen of the team, even though we're 13-3. And, and the Ravens kind of got luck of the draw with playing the Browns and the Bengals last year, even though I think they lost against the Browns early in the year. But they kind of got luck of the draw. And with the Steelers being down, they kind of got uh, like five easy wins off of everybody. So, um, so I think the first we'll talk about um, – Give our division winners. We'll start with the NFC side, then give with our uh, championship game, and then we'll get to the AFC side. Since we're more of a Steelers fans, we'll leave that to the end. And then uh, we'll also do a couple surprise teams after we do our uh, division winners. So first off, we'll start off with the NFC side. We'll start off with the NFC East. Who do you have, Joe? Looks uh, like Philly won last year. Who do you think is going to take it this year? Unfortunately, uh, but I, I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys. Uh, but I do see heartbreak in their future. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. why do you think 
Washington Cowboys for sure. It's a pretty weak division. Um, you know, the Redskins are definitely going to improve. Uh, excuse me, the team formerly oh. known as the Redskins. Oh, cancel culture. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, the, the 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 Washington football team is going to improve, but the Cowboys have a, a pretty solid team overall. So I'm going to have to go with them. But why, why not Phil? Philly Eagles there, bud. I'm not a big believer in Carson Wentz, to be honest. Um, I mean, they, they did drop a game today already. Uh, but he's – I've never really thought he was all that great. I mean, he's he's an above-average quarterback, but he's also hurt almost half the games every year. Um, he's a redhead, too. Yeah, yeah, Ginger, you know. But, no, nah, that hey, you know, Andy Dalton had a decent career. He just didn't have the team around him. But – I disagree with that. Right yeah, there, I digress. Either way, um, you know the Eagles. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of, uh, especially Carson Wentz. You know, I, I think they're going to miss the playoffs. They'll be nine and seven. They'll have a decent year, but they're going to miss. Um, you know, Giants are going to be have a rough season, six and ten roughly. Uh, they're not quite there yet. New new coach and all, and uh, let alone a lot of Patriots coaches uh, seem to fail uh, when they move on. Uh, yeah. But and the Washington football team, I think, you know, Ron Rivera, he's a, you know, he's a very good coach and he's going to get them almost there. Well, uh, I, I don't want to disagree with you. Well, I was hoping I'd get disagree with you, but I'm picking the Cowboys too. They have a well-balanced uh, offense. Uh, I think if you look at all the other teams in the division, they have the fewest holes. I'm not sold on their defense, but offensively they can put up points with everybody. And, uh, with the Eagles, I think the losses of um, some of their – like Nelson Aguilar and I just – I'm not sold. I, even though I like Miles Sanders, I just – I don't think he can stay healthy for a full NFL season. And uh, the second-place team, I think, will be the Washington uh, team uh, – football team. Uh, I do like Ron Rivera. He was uh, he was in the running for the Mike Tomlin job when the Steelers are looking for a head coach, I believe. And the Giants, as you said, rookie head coach, just don't believe in them. Ron so, Rivera was actually my favorite to land the Steeler job. Yeah. Like I, I think he's a solid guy. I mean, but, I mean, he had some success down Carolina. Uh, but first year was the uh, Washington team. Give him a year. Uh, and I think Dak Prescott has a lot to prove this year. They gave him a, a bona fide number one wide receiver, Mari Cooper, last year. So, I mean, this has to be his year. And he honestly is – he had a, a little rough uh, off season with the death of his brother. But at the same time, he's going to get paid this year. And he wants to get paid for with the Mahomes type money coming up too. So I don't see but, it happening, honestly. Uh, I like Dak – I, as a as a slightly but he's a Carson Wentz who stays healthy in my opinion, um, but when it comes to the big games he doesn't perform. But yet you're picking the Cowboys to win the division. That, a weak division, okay. and I see heartbreak very <laughs> soon after that. Which yeah, is I agree. A good thing. I, like I said, I picked <laughs> the Cowboys to win the division too. So um, let's go to the NFC North. I'll since you went last time, I'll go first. Uh, Green Bay won it last year, so I'm going to actually pick Green Bay again. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a machine. 
He's a sec. He's going to be a second year under the new head coach there. I just feel that he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder just because of them drafting a quarterback. And he doesn't want to leave. And Matt LaFleur, he's a pretty good offensive coach. I think their defense is going to be solid. Uh, Aaron Jones, I believe this is uh, contract year, so he's going to be looking for a big year to honestly to get paid too. So, and uh, the reason why I picked Packers is I'm not a big believer of uh, Minnesota. They lost uh, Stephon Diggs, and I just every other team in that division, the Bears. I'm not sold on Mitch or um, Nick Foles, and Detroit Lions have way too many holes for me to take them serious. Yeah, no, another Rudy. Patriot coach that's about to get yeah. fired. Yeah, and I, I, I never liked Matt Patricia. He looked like a little garden gnome on the sidelines anyway. But who are you taking? It's it's pretty unfortunate how much we're agreeing here so far, but <laughs> a lot of the stuff that you said I completely agree with, except I do think Aaron Rodgers is losing a step, but with the extra motivation of them, you know, drafting that quarterback, I think he's going to have a good year. They're not they're not going to be thirteen and three. Uh, I don't think close around twelve and four, uh, especially another another division that is going to take a bit of a step back uh, for the most part. I think, but um, well, to be honest, it's pretty similar because the Lions always think um, the Vikings will take a step back. Um, you know, I think I don't think they're making the playoffs. I actually believe that the Bears are going to, you know, Mitch Trubisky is going to have an all right year and they have such a solid defense. Um, I think they're going to sneak into the playoffs uh, as well. Um, Over under, does Love play any snaps as quarterback for Green Bay? Injury only. I mean, obviously, Rodgers could definitely suffer an uh, uh, an injury. So, yeah. other than that, no. I mean, I, I wouldn't think so. I think Aaron Rodgers can keep a hold of that team for the whole year. Yeah, and that I can see Rodgers doing what uh, Brett Favre did to Rodgers. I don't think Jordan Love is Aaron Rodgers. So, I'm not even – I'm not sold on that at all. I don't think that he's going to be pushing. Uh, first of all, I mean, Brett Favre held on to that job to the – as long as he could before the Packers finally said, okay, you got to go, man. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I don't see Jordan Love starting for the for the Packers anytime soon either way. Yeah, the only way he starts is if they have everything clinched. And with the new uh, one 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 team getting the bye in each uh, conference, I don't know if I mentioned that. Well, I do see the Packers taking the number one seed. So if they have it locked up, you know, he, Love will definitely get that last game. Gotcha. All right, let's go down to the NFC South. Who you got? Uh, looks like the Saints won last year, but with the added Tom Brady and um, hopefully Matt Ryan and the Falcons can bounce back. Who do you got? Well, this is Tom Brady's swan song. Um, if you watched him play today, he looks like a 43-year-old um, guy who, you know, he probably should have called it. But, uh, you know, the Saints are going to take it again. and. it's more uh, about the division. I mean, Breeze came back, you know, so the Saints have a lot of continuity going. Um, They got the offense, and their D ain't that bad either. I mean, they they definitely did a pretty good job against Brady today and and, uh, and the Bucs. 
so I mean, the Falcons, come on. I mean, they haven't done anything. You know, they're they're they're. Uh, you know, spirit has has been crushed since they lost that horrible game to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, um, and the Panthers—they're not there anymore, man. I mean, they—they're starting over with the new coach, new quarterback. Bridgewater ain't Newton, you know. Yeah. So uh, I got to go with the Saints. Well, once again, we're agreeing again. <laughs> uh, I just think with the addition of Manuel Sanders and kind of giving uh, Kamara a contract. The Saints did uh, everything they needed to do to help keep uh, Drew Brees uh, competitive for another year. The only thing, same thing with Tom Brady, is I don't know if his arms going to hold up because if you see these guys like Peyton Manning and uh, what's his name? Oh, crap. I forget. Uh, El- John Elway. Like, their arms just kind of fall off the middle. Mid-season, and then they kind of just got to adjust on the fly. But it could be a Denver thing, honestly. Uh, so we'll go out to the NFC West. Uh, 49ers, 13-3. I get the pick, and I'm going to go with Seattle. That's my team. That Just because I'm a big uh, Russell Wilson fan, I, I feel rough, uh, 49ers kind of won 13 games smoking mirrors last year. You look at their offense with Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, they scored just under 500 points. I just don't see it this year. I'm not a believer. Not because they lost Super Bowl choking away, but I just – it's hard for defenses to have back-to-back years, and I'll talk about that later, uh, why I feel like defenses can't – don't always have the back-to-back great seasons. But uh, Russell Wilson is going to do it with a bunch of no-name wide receivers. And in that defense, I think, is kind of like rebuilt a little bit. But honestly, as long as you have Russell Wilson, he's a playmaker. So who you got out in the West? Well, very boring, but I'm going to have to agree with you. Uh, Russell <laughs> Wilson is a beast. Um, and he doesn't have no-name receivers. Uh, DK Metcalf, I think this is going to be his – yeah, coming out party. Oh, uh, well, we'll find out. Uh he did pretty good last year and he's going to improve first to second year. Um you know, he's going to he's going to definitely get better at uh, route running. And for, Russell Wilson makes players better. There a lot of the receivers that they've had, you know, do very well uh in the past few years. They they weren't that talented. This, this is Russell Wilson who makes them made them better. I mean, I don't want to take oh, away yeah. from them. I'm just, uh, but that's just the truth of it. These guys were not real talented, and, and yet he uh, he he brought, took them to to really good years. And if they leave and go somewhere else, they just disappear. But uh, but yeah, the Seahawks are are definitely uh, my pick for that division. Forty ers take a, a small step back, but I still think they're going to make uh, make make the wild card. Rams take a major step back. They they've just been. You know, a lot of teams, it seems, do, you know, th- this seems to happen after a Super Bowl appearance. Um, you know, they last year. Losing. Losing. Especially losing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, last year they took a step back, and I think they're going to continue to. I think golf is a little overrated in the beginning. Uh, he seemed, he did not have a great year last year. Um, you know, they're, I just don't see them uh, continuing to even make the playoffs. And uh, lastly, the. The Cardinals, um, 
will are definitely going to improve. I just I'm not sold on Kyler Murray. Um, you know, he's he's no uh, Mahomes or you know what I mean. And and over. Uh, oh my God, I'm 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 losing it here. Uh, wow, he, he's just not going to do very well. Um, you know, uh, as far as not as well as some of the more elite talent. Uh, so I, I have them missing the playoffs also. Okay. Well, we'll get into I, the next thing we're going to talk about is the wild card teams. And we are doing the seven, seven teams this year. And uh, my three wild card teams, uh, Tampa, I, I feel there's just so much talent on that Tampa offense. And with the added of uh, addition of – Florette, I, Fournette, excuse me. That's going to help get that team at least to 10 wins. And then um, my other two teams are going to be the 49ers and Arizona. I Everything you said about uh, Kyler Murray, I disagree. I think he's the new clutch quarterback. I, I'm a big believer that he's going to be like a Russell Wilson. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody. And I hate to say that even like a Josh Allen type guy can scramble. He can scramble a lot better than Josh Allen out in Buffalo. But I feel he just has that that run pass. And with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, I just feel that offense with uh, Fitzgerald and uh, Kendrick Drake is a pretty good team. So who's your three uh, wildcard teams? Uh, well, unfortunately... I think the Buccaneers and Brady uh, are going to squeak in on that final wild card. I hate to say it. I was ho- <laughs> I was hoping, and honestly, I think it's 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 going to be more about the rest of the team than him. Uh, he I think he's on his last leg, so he's just he's just going to maintain and you know uh, be an average quarterback this year, uh, but just enough in this extended playoff to to get them in. Um, 49ers and Bears. Uh, like I said, the, I thought the 49ers were going to take a little bit of a step back, and uh, the Bears will uh, squeak in as well with that defense. Who Who's going to be the start? Who's going to start more games for the Bears, uh, excluding injuries? As far as you're talking about quarterback, I assume? Yeah. yeah. Trubisky. I think he, he steps it up. I mean, he actually had a very solid rookie year. Last year was horrible. Um, but I think he, he comes back and has a solid year, nothing great, no pro bowl, you know, above average, um, you know, probably top 10 to 12 quarterback enough to, to maintain uh, a super, a uh, playoff team. So who's your, uh, surprise team out of the NFL or NFC? Well, I mean, to me, it's the bears because a lot of those other teams, I mean, because I think everybody's down on Trubisky. Um, you know, it's hard to say. I don't have a crazy surprise in there. You know, the Cowboys well, winning a division is, is kind of a surprise, even though they're definitely going to get going to get knocked out uh, if they can uh, win that division or make the playoffs. I think they're done in the first. I don't think they're uh, – they haven't won a, more, uh, a playoff game in how long, and I don't think that's going to happen this year. But the, I mean, there's not. I don't. I don't see like a crazy surprise. Is all I'm saying. Well, I think that you have the Bears making it to the playoffs is a little bit of a surprise. Probably I mean, the most surprising. Yeah. 
they did go eight and eight last year. So I mean, to win an extra game. That's a, I mean about what I'm talking still about. Game yep. Yeah. So my surprise team that I alluded to, I think Arizona is going to go from a five and ten or five ten and one to at least maybe a nine or ten win team. I, I'm a big believer of uh, Kyler Murray, as I said. In the addition of giving him, that's the biggest thing is you look at when the Steelers from 04 to 05 and Ben's first to second year, yeah, they lost Plaxico, but they gave him Heath Miller. They gave him a short, uh, shorthanded wide receiver or wide receiving tight end. So, and that's what exactly uh, Arizona did by adding uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And I think uh, that takes a lot of pressure off Larry Fitzgerald. And honestly, I, their defense can't be much worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vance Johnson or Vance Joseph is a pretty good defense coordinator. And Cliff uh, Kingsbury, he's going to put up some points, I would hope, this year. I mean, uh, Cameron Drake is coming in a little bit, knowing more of the offense. And, I mean... I'm looking at uh, Kyler Murray. He threw for 3,700 yards last year. It's 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. So, I mean, the guy throws. And uh, the only thing is just trying to keep him upright. I think they sacked him about 48 times last year. But Cardinals, they're my surprise team. And uh, I have them sneaking in the playoffs. So, who is in your NFC championship game? I am going with... Uh... Packers and Seahawks, pretty, uh, you know, the top seeds, no no crazy bottom Who seeds. Wins? I'm going with Seahawks. I'm, I'm sold on uh, Russell Wilson. I think he is just going to muscle that team into the into the Super Bowl. So you have Seattle over Green Bay. That's correct. And just so everybody knows, we are uh, recording this not side by side. We didn't discuss anything. Oh, geez. <laughs> and I have Seattle. Oh my god, we are so boring. Like we, I think ninety percent of our picks were pretty much the same. Yeah, pretty much the only thing you had the Bears going, I had the Cardinals going. Well, we, I think we, it's pretty obvious uh, whose take was bad there. So (laughs) we'll find out. We will find out. What every team will be destroyed next year. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll skip over to the AFC side. So who you got in? In the AFC East, it uh, looks like the Patriots won last year. And is their reign over? Who is the AFC East championship? It, it's going to go to the Bills. Um, it's a great, a very good defense. Um, solid running game. Jo- uh, you know, Josh Allen, he's, he's kind of crazy good. You know, he's not a great passer, but, you know, he has very good instincts running the ball. Uh, and he's a big guy, so he can take some punishment for now. Early on, I mean, Cam Newton was, uh, you know, he's Cam Newton like when he when he runs the ball, not quite as fast, yeah. uh, but he can take some hits, uh, and, and you don't have to quite worry about him getting injured. At least, yeah, like a couple years down the road, he's probably going to have similar problems as Cam Newton. But, um, but you know, they're a good team. They they played well last year, um, and I think they're the one. That, you know, they're going to dethrone the Pats this year. Uh, once again, we did not record this side by side. Neither. I like the Bills because they were missing one thing last year: a good wide receiver. And they went out and got Stephon Diggs, who's who was very 
to me, was one of the most underrated wide receivers, probably in the NFC, if not all NFL, along with DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to be a big play receiver for Josh Allen. They need to get their running game a little more situated. Um, but overall, I like the Bills. I think Dolphins just aren't going to be there this year. Patriots are going to be right there. They'll probably win nine, ten games. But I think the Bills are probably going to win 12 or 13 games just because I the Jets don't show me much. I, I think Arnold, Denard Old or whatever his name is, <laughs> I just don't see him. I just don't see it from him. I got to so. agree about Diggs, and, and you got to show a little respect to a team that sees their need and they go out and fix it, and especially a big, you know, a big splash like that. Uh, Diggs is definitely a very good uh, wide receiver. Uh, now, maybe hopefully it's not a little, it's not like a Juju uh, Smith-Schuster syndrome where when you have a, another great receiver next to you, um, you know, you benefit from that. Uh, now he's not going to have that, so he's going to get doubled a lot. Well, that one then you then you have uh, John Brown and uh, Cole Breeze, yeah, Hopefully, those guys are Catch slot receivers. Knees. Yeah, those guys are slot guys that you know they they're they're going to bail you out sometimes. But you know, and they may have had one good year each among the two of them. But that's that's it pretty much. They, you know, they're not well, nothing great. Well, Brown was a thousand yard receiver, but somebody had to make some catches, and it seemed like he probably got five hundred yards against Steelers last year. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so uh, we'll go. You know what? Let's uh, skip over the north and uh, go to the south. Um, and I have, I don't think it's a surprise team because I don't have them as my surprise team listed, but I have the Colts winning the division. Texans Ooh. did win the division last year at 10 and 6, and Titans obviously made a wild card run with them. But Colts going from 7 9 to 10 wins, wouldn't be surprised with the addition of Philip Rivers, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, a little nervous that Marlon Mack went down today. But, 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 uh, I think Philip Rivers has one last run in him, and this could be it. Who do you have? I, I don't believe that the Colts are going to be making the playoffs this year. But uh, if I was going to root for a team other than the Steelers, I would like to see, you know, you got a guy like Philip Rivers who – He's a veteran. He's had he's had a very good career, but he's never done. You know, he's never made it to the Super Bowl, uh, and he's obviously never won one. So, you know, you kind of root for that in somebody's last Wait year. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. He's never been in the Super Bowl, so he didn't win one. Obviously, I, that's what I meant. Oh. Obviously, yes. Oh, okay. Um, right. That you you want to see a guy like that top off his career, um, but he was so bad last year. Um, <laughs> I just don't see that happening. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna go with non born. That would be the San Angeles oh. Chargers. <laughs> uh, I was hoping. I was just trying to see if you catch yourself. Yeah, he played. Uh, it's been enough time. I mean, all year last year, people were messing that up. But do you think he threw for more or less than 4,500 yards last year? I was probably more because he, they're always behind. Oh, six, oh but I did. I didn't look it up. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he's I think forty six. That's a lot of yards. Yeah, yeah. But they were That's always like behind. Yeah. I think he has a little bit left in the tank. <sighs> and that team, that team, lost a couple games, not because of Jacoby Brissett last year. And uh, I, I like Frank Wright a good bit. 
as a head coach. And even though uh, Texans won that division, somehow they've been winning those divisions out there. I just I'm not a believer. Well, not to get Wait, too far off track here, but I have I do want to say that I have defended Ben for the same thing, but. You know, Rivers, you know, he turns the ball over a good bit, but I think him and Ben are very similar. You know, they're out there trying to win the game. They're not going to, you know, they don't care if they mess up, but they're at least they're, tr- I mean, they, they do, but they, they're trying to win the game. They're not, they're not playing it safe for their, for their stats or not to throw an interception. They're out there trying to win a game. And I think him and Ben are very similar in that situation. So, you know, he throws some picks. Um, ho- hopefully the, the Colts defense is much better. They're in more games and he doesn't have to do that. And then I can see them doing what you're saying. Uh, but in, what I am going to do is I'm going to go with the Titans. Um, you know, I'm not a huge believer in Tannehill, but I think, uh, Derrick Henry may, he's my favorite running back in the league right now. He's just a beast, huge, you know, uh, I love to watch him run. You know, he's kind of like Marshawn Lynch back in the day when, you know, with the beast mode. Uh, you want to – that's football. Watching him run down the field, bowl over guys. He's bigger than half the guys on defense. I love it. But uh, I, I don't see – you know, again, it's not like a super strong uh, division. So, I'm going to go with the Titans. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Titans did end up – I'm just – their quarterback situation, Tannehill is just not who I could see putting back back years. But it wouldn't surprise me. So – and I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. But who's their wide receivers? Uh, Corey Davis, AJ Brown. AJ Brown's a beast. He was a beast last year. He's gonna be a beast again this year. I mean, he. I guess he did. I mean, he. He's probably he's better. Of- better. He's a better overall receiver than DK Metcalf. Metcalf is the physical specimen. AJ Brown is the more rounded. At you know, more rounded uh, wide receiver. Yeah, I guess if you put the same thing what I say about defense and doing the back back years. I know Henry this is a different breed, but I mean, eventually you start breaking down. And this isn't his. He hasn't even made it to his fifth year, year, so give him some time. But I mean, five years in NFL as a running back is nine, ten years, unless your name's Frank Gore. Yeah, it's just unfortunate uh, that he's gonna ha- he's gonna be so good, and and it's gonna you know. What he running backs like him or players like him should be paid in their elite years like they're elite because it's too hard for them. Not that's a whole nother conversation though. Yeah. So uh we'll go to the West and who do you have? <laughs> this is the easiest pick, honestly, and that's the Chiefs. Uh that Oh, ooh, ooh, wow. Come on, you yeah. you're not gonna pick against the Chiefs. They're, especially nah, in that nah. division. Nah. Well, you know what? Uh I mean Let's talk about the Chiefs real fast. They're pretty much returning every guy on their offense and defense, and they got a stud uh, running back now from LSU to make their team even better. So, yeah, they're great. They're 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 great. But the rest of the division, I don't think it's as bad as you're talking. I think the Chiefs are only going to win ten or eleven games because. Even though Vaughn Miller went down, I think uh, Denver is going to be right there. Even they won seven games last year with crap quarterback. 
play. But I think Drew Locke could be the real answer that LA has been looking for. The Raiders were seven and nine with Las Vegas pretty much still shut down. I think I could see them bouncing back. And then even the Chargers, if they can let Tyrod Taylor play, I mean, they're not going to win 10 or 11 games, but, I mean, they win seven or eight games, that put the monkey wrench in that division. I'm sorry, man. I don't. Did you watch Tyrod Taylor play the last time he had a starting gig? Come on, man. Uh, he's, he's not a, a very good starting quarterback at all, and that team is not good. They, look at what they did with Phillip Rivers. And now they're taking a step back to Tyrod Taylor. They're going to be horrible. I think they're going to probably be very close to the number one pick uh, overall. So, um, But the Raiders are going to squeak into the playoffs. And the Broncos are going to be bad, too. Uh, Drew Locke has done nothing to tell me that he's a good quarterback. Um, they do have two solid running backs. Vaughn Miller is a huge loss. I mean, he is that defense. It's going to get. There's going to be rough times in Denver this year, man. Yeah, uh, I just I, I feel like uh, don't forget uh, Tyler Taylor did leave the Buffalo Bills to the playoffs with a very good defense. Oh, uh, here we yeah, go. Yeah, a very Always good defense. defense. He, what did he do? He did he throw He's, twenty touchdown passes? Barely, if he did. His career record is twenty three, twenty one, and one. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and look how he did with the Browns. I'm not saying. I'm just. Saying. I'm just saying, but. We'll, we'll, uh, he was we'll, three and four with the Browns, just so you know. Yeah. And the Browns but, had a pretty solid defense. Anyway, yep. <laughs> uh, let's go to the north. And okay. I'm going to be probably be a homer, but I'm going to pick Steelers. What do you got? I, w- I would like to pick the Steelers, but I don't. I still believe that the Ravens are a little better overall. Um, I think they're going to end up with the, with the uh, – with the division, unfortunately, I'd love to go with the Steelers, but uh, the Steelers are going to be right behind them. Uh, it's going to be very close, maybe one game. Um, but uh, the Ravens are still going to do very good in the regular season. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, you could probably just flip a coin. Pretty close, yeah. yeah. I mean, with Ben coming back and you just – how good that offense is in Baltimore takes so much uh, pressure off the defense – because it's just a ball-controlling offense, and you just wear down the other team, and the other team doesn't get a chance to score. So, Well, it, it very much could just come down to an injury. I mean, you know, playing quarterback the way he does, um, you know, it's – We're talking about Lamar, the, right? Lamar, exactly. I mean, although they smoked the Browns today, which I have to say I enjoyed very much. Um, yeah, they smoked – I'd rather have seen the Browns win, but – yeah, the, but the way he plays, uh, it'd be very easy for him to have an injury, and that could throw that team off. You know, even even losing them for a few games, uh, they're uh, you know. You don't think RGC three could at least just manage a couple games for? Him? Yeah, he did pretty well last year against the Steelers. A little different situation. The Steelers, I think, they were pretty much their their hope was gone uh, at that point. They knew that their even if they made it, they were just going to get embarrassed by the Chiefs. So they probably were like, can we end this now? Um, so totally different situation. You get RG3 in a meaningful game, I don't know. I don't, he's not going to – he's going to be a big drop-off, um, you know. So 
I, I don't think that they'll do very good if he misses substantial time. Yeah. So that like, takes us to the three wild card teams. Who do you got for the three? Three wild card teams. Well, the Pats squeak in because of the seventh, you know, spot, which I I I really wanted them to miss. Um, but Belichick is a very good coach. Uh, we'll see if Newton can make it through the whole year. I doubt it, but Belichick and that team is still solid. The defense is still solid. They squeak in. The Raiders squeak. Uh, you know, squeak in. Uh, the Raiders. The Raiders. Yep. Uh, so that must be a surprise for you. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna be in at the six seed, and the Steelers are gonna be the five seed. So once again, we did not discuss this prior. <laughs> so I have the Ravens, the Patriots, and the Raiders. So. Uh, so we just we just, we just swapped our AFC North champ. Yeah, that's pretty much yep. it. Uh, the Ravens, because their offense is that talented. The same thing with the Patriots. I'm a big uh, believer that. It was probably 50-50 why the Patriots were so good between Belichick and uh, Tom Brady. So I think he's going to definitely at least win nine games, nine, ten games. And then uh, Raiders are going to sneak in, and uh, I actually have them as my surprise team. I think John Gruden is a good coach to help build a team. He can't sustain it, but I feel he can build up a good team, and uh, I see that happening in Las Vegas right now. Uh, even though they do have Jason Witten, who sucks. <laughs> hey, what is uh, what is he, 50? I don't know. I think they just want to be like, hey, how can we be better on the Menley Night crew next year? Ah, gotcha. But uh, who do you have as your surprise team, Joe? I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, I guess the Raiders would even, be the most surprised. Even like a, even like a team that, like, uh, Dolphins won, I think, only like four or five games last year. Like they sneak up to be like a nine-win team. So, uh, if you want to go, if you want to include non-playoff teams, um, you know, it's tough because I think a lot of teams are going to be right around where most people think. I'm going to say Jets uh, are horrible. J E T S. Yep, Darnold is uh, not. a, you know, championship level quarterback. Adam Gase is probably never going to be a head coach again. <laughs> him, him, and his bug eyes. Uh, he, he's going to be an offensive coordinator, which he's pretty good at. Um, so I'm going to go Jets uh, four and twelve. You know, clo- you know, getting in the running for the number one pick, but uh, they're going to be doing it with a new, uh, a new coach. And I can't remember. Did they fire their GM recently? Because <laughs> if not, he's going to be done too. Who's that? The Jets. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, well, yeah, yeah, they fired him like, and gave uh, Adam Gase the job as the GM. I'm pretty sure that I remember. I don't remember like, that, it was, but like, it was confusion because uh, I think Gates wanted to get rid of uh, Le'Veon, and I, no, they hired somebody. It was uh, Joe Douglas. He's their GM. Well, no. well then hope, he might survive, but uh, Gase yeah. is – especially a, a new GM comes in, he typically wants to pick a, his own coach. And, you know, if you got a, a two, uh, you know, underperforming years where you have you have some pretty decent talent, but who, it's the problem is is that who was picking the talent. I, I misspoke. He, he was there last year. So. Yeah, so he might survive, but uh, Gase is done. Uh, <laughs> you know. 
they did go seven and nine last year, so they didn't really have to shit the bed. Uh, well, I think you know, the, I think uh, Le'Veon is going to help them to shit the bed. Um, uh, you know, I don't. He's he's more focused on his rap career, and you know, he's he's not in the same shape that he was in in year two of the of the Steelers. You know what I mean? Uh, he's not taking it as seriously, and he's not worth the money. He's he's he's. Uh, He's tough on their on their salary cap, and he's not worth it. Yeah, and he's going to be entering his age twenty eight season next year. And you know, as we discussed, the running back situation you, you get him for that first contract, and that's pretty much it. I mean, and he sat out; he lost the whole year too. So, what? um, so we'll go to our ASC championship game. Who you have? <laughs> now the homer comes in. Uh. Here we go. Uh, Big Ben is trying to ride off into the sunset, uh, and he is going to topple the young gun, Patrick Mahomes. So you have the Steelers over the Chiefs. I do. Wow. Yep. Well, once again, we did not discuss this prior. Oh, my God. No, I have actually okay. the Chiefs over the Steelers. Oh uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the likely thing. <laughs> uh, that is likely, uh, but I I just have, you know, it's probably more hope, uh, some more heart than mine. But uh, yeah, it, most likely the Chiefs are are very dominant. But I I don't have a lot of faith in their defense. I really don't. So if they come up against a solid defense, I mean. This was only week one, and, and it's it's definitely been tough on a lot of teams. A lot of teams didn't look their best today, but uh, like when they played Thursday, I mean, they it, they weren't dominant. I don't think Mahomes wasn't dominant. They made, mis- they made mistakes. Yeah. I mean, they're human. Yeah, Mahomes wasn't dominant, but he could he could very well be dominant for most of the rest of the year. Yeah. And for the same reason, I I think their offense is that good. Andy Reid. I could see if he wins this year, he's done. Uh, and same thing with the Steelers. Uh, go into that. I the Steelers window is closing, and I don't think Ben would retire if they won the Super Bowl. But when surprised me. No, he so, it could go either way though. I mean, you could see him being done, uh, but you could see him saying, "Well, if the team's there and I have a solid chance, I'm gonna." Cause, He's always been all about those rings and, and trying to get those Lombardis. So maybe he would try to um, get the fourth yeah, get the get... fourth. So then it would be, in his mind, no question that he was better than Bradshaw, even though most people consider him to be a better quarterback than Bradshaw. He Bradshaw obviously had better teams. So you have Seattle in the Steelers. Yeah, replay XL. Uh, who is the winner? I'm going to stick with the Steelers. Um, it, you know, and to to try to make some some points uh, that take it away from being a homer. I mean, this defense is studly. T.J. Watt is going to be right in the running for defensive MVP. Um, they're not going to have the turnovers, and I think more most of that is because Ben is going to hold the ball more. He's not going to be coughing up anywhere near like like the other guys. Now Ben has had some turnover issues in the past, but he's not going to be turning the ball over uh, like like it was last year. So therefore, the the defense is isn't going to have as much pressure on them. So the uh, and they're not going to be attacking all the time to get to get turnovers. But uh, you know, take it down to twenty five turnovers, um, and, and they're still having a great year. 
So um, I picked the Chiefs and the Seattle Seahawks, and I, I have the Chiefs over Seattle. Um, just the off, they're going to win back to back, and uh, and Reed's going to be done. Eric Ben the enemy is going to take over the Chiefs' job, and that's pretty much it. I, with the Steelers, I, I've said it before a couple times in this pod, podcast show that it's hard for defenses to get back-to-back seasons where they have that many interceptions or forced turnovers. I agree with but you, and that's why the But Dupree does want to make. get paid. T.J. Watt yeah. wants to get paid. They all want to get paid. Uh, Mecca. Mika wants to get paid. I just, I think if, say, if they were just even a top five defense instead of one or two last year, and the offense can come from 32 down to top 10, top 12, this team's going to be right there. And Ben, I'm not a Ben lover. I'm not a Ben hater, but I just feel that. He might be progressing to the John Elway, where all right, we're going to lean on uh, Benny football and um, Connor a little bit more. I'm going to check it down a little bit more. I'm going. I would love to see the Steelers do the um, Connor role like Alvin Kamara, where they use him more as a pass catching back, and instead of trying to get a thousand yards rushing out of him. They get maybe six or seven hundred, but they get another six or seven hundred yards in the passing game, and let Benny Football take uh, more of the abuse. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to just say that the with the Steelers defense, I just feel like less is gonna be more again because of the time of possession that Ben automatically puts into play. You know, um, you know they're they're gonna be on the field less, so. And they're going to be very good. I still, I on paper, they're they're one of the top five defenses in the league. Uh, but you know, performing is a little bit different. But that's where I see, you know, Ben making the biggest difference. Uh, as honestly for the defense, uh, keeping them fresher. You know, so I think their points per game should go down a little bit. Um, their turnovers are going to go down, but again, perfectly fine. They're they're not going to be fighting so much. They're not going to be on the field so much. So they're so it's impossible for them to have the turnovers. Uh, I think with with Ben back, so we'll see. Uh, I, I'm big. I'm I'm real big on these guys. I'm my opinion might change tomorrow uh, with the Giants. Uh, I don't think so, but you know, NFL is crazy, man. I don't. I ain't gonna be. Uh, ashamed if my picks are all messed up because it's the NFL. This is a crazy year with the pandemic. Um, things could could go pretty crazy. Well, to piggyback on that, I think you kind of got to give teams at least two weeks to to get things because the NFL is such a very, alright, at 8 o'clock you do this, 10 o'clock you do this. It's such a routine league. And with everything going on with the coronavirus, now that they're in like game weeks now, because previous couple week previously they always have the preseason game to kind of get them into that routine. So give them two weeks. Even I say, look for those teams that are zero and two. You know how they always say, oh, uh, only five zero and two teams have ever made it to the playoffs or this and that. You'll be surprised to see a bunch of those teams make it this year just because, all right, we've worked out a lot of the kinks. Let's get going here. Because 
this first game is kind of like that Appalachian State uh, Central Arkansas game, but for these college, some of these college teams out there. So give them a little bit of time, and we'll get there. Who is your 2020 NFL MVP? So you want to go NFL MVP, huh? Whew. Yeah. Um, man. I mean, you can give me two. I mean, I. Well, no, it's just I only have I only have one. I pick Russell Wilson. I just think he's gonna have one of them outstanding years in Seattle. He's going to be the, the guy. I mean, it's easy to pick uh, Patrick Mahomes, Wilson, Lamar Jackson. So, Yeah, I mean, those I, mean are pro- I mean, I might even go Derrick Henry, honestly. Uh, I'd love to see him uh, take it. You know, he's so important to that team. Ryan Tannehill and an average running back is not doing anything like what they did last year. I mean, they – they were right there, man. Um, they should they should have been in the Super Bowl, to be honest. And I would have been much happier if they had been. Um, and I would have loved it if they would have went all the way. So they were very close. Uh, they ran into Tom freaking Brady, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, I'm gonna say uh, I I'm gonna go with my heart a little bit. I'm gonna say Derrick Henry. I think he's gonna have a 1500 yard rushing year. You know, 22 20 or you know. Uh, 2,000, uh, you know, all-purpose yards, a bunch of touchdowns, and he's going to carry that team into the playoffs because Tannehill ain't nothing special. And I just hope he gets appreciated for how important he is to that team. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I mean, that's our NFL preview. Uh, maybe later on the week we'll do maybe a shorter show and even do maybe like a lock of the week or something like that. Uh, usually probably like Friday or Saturday if possible and we'll try to put it out. Um even like maybe like a two team parlay or something like that, and we'll actually bet on it. Well, I'll bet on it, put like five bucks or something on it, since there's so many different programs out there you can bet now. And um, that's our NFL preview. Uh, I like, I mean, we're pretty much right there with most of our division winners. I have the Chiefs over the Seattle uh, Seahawks, and Joe has Steelers over Seattle. Uh, well, I guess we both have Seattle in there. But uh, that's our NFL preview for the 2020 season. Hopefully the asteroid doesn't destroy us so that we, we can have a Super Bowl next year. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and we'll uh, move on with the show. Yeah, learn. So, uh, each week we'll work on a segment or two where we just kind of discuss what, like what's – like catchy that week for us. Uh, this week we'll talk about like uh, a song into my head or a band I'm just finding out or I'm re into. I'll lead off with uh, uh, a couple weeks ago I went on vacation and I kind of get stuck with uh, Hollywood Undead. And one particular song, sometimes you just kind of feel like a depressing song or something. So uh, Bullet by Hollywood Undead. Uh, it's off the American Tragedy. This came out almost 10 years ago. It's kind of a depressing song, so if you need something that kind of fits your mood one day, strongly recommend it. Uh, Hollywood Undead, pretty decent band that has probably 8 to 12 songs deep that you really want to kind of jam out to. And it's a little bit of everything if you're in a Limp Biscuit or even just into something a little bit, uh, a little heavy once in a while. So. Any song or band that you're interested in hardcore this week, Joseph? Uh, I mean, right now, it, 
I listen to so much stuff, but uh, here recently I found um, a song by uh, the Dillinger Escape Plan. Oh, okay. Uh, it's called One of Us is the Killer. Um, okay. Crazy song, crazy band. I'm not a huge fan of theirs. Like, they're they're kind of nuts. I'd love to see them live. They're not touring anymore. But nah. this song in particular, it's it's a really crazy song, has a weird intro, you know, but gets real heavy, uh, you know, towards the end. So that's my kind of song. I love the heavy, but sometimes the soft is pretty cool, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's the one right now. They're, like I said, I think they're an acquired taste, so I, I'm not sure that they're real mainstream, but that song in particular I really enjoy. Yeah, they, they have their pockets of fans. I know uh, a few years ago they were playing that Rock on Range, and I was like, ah. I went over and walked over and checked them out, and I came back and I was talking to a guy that uh, I, I rarely talked to. He said about he went out there too, just pretty much to see them. And I was like, oh, I, I've seen them maybe like in passing, but never really paid that much attention to it. But they do play on one hell of a live show and and uh, as you said, they're not kind of done doing live tours now. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I'm pretty sure I may have been at that show with you, or they were at a show that that I went to with you, um, and I skipped them because I wasn't familiar with them. I think you know it was them or drinking at the car, one of the you know, and I just drank at the car because they were one of yeah. the earlier bands. Um, but I kind of regret it now. Now that I've kind of found them, I would have loved to have seen them live. Yeah, and that's what happens. Like you're you're not familiar with somebody, and then all of a sudden they either make it big or you just kind of like listen to them a little bit more, and it's like, oh, they're not that bad. Well, you know, eight hours in the pits long enough. You know, if you go you go in for one of the for those early bands, you're in the pit, you know, twelve hours or so, and that, I'm too old for that stuff. Yeah, and Joe, just so everybody knows, likes to leave uh, right before that. Headliner comes out on stage. If I'm not really that interested, I will leave. He's old. He's old. He's I old am. Man. I am old, and you're only like a year younger than me, so don't <laughs> flatter yourself. Whatever. So then the other segment, uh, kind of like douche of the week, and uh, probably going to just nominate uh, Mark Madden this week. Mm. Probably nominate him every week. Um, nothing in particular. He just kind of a douche, and I can't like I liked him like 25 years ago, and maybe. Because I was eight years old, I thought he was funny because he talked about wrestling and everything. And maybe it's just that I grew up and out of that phase. He, Eric Cartman, as an adult, is not that funny. I think uh, he's hilarious, actually. I think he... he uh, simple Minds. Simple no, I, I would actually say Simple Minds don't enjoy him that much, uh, you know. But, uh, no, I don't know why you hate him so bad, although... I don't I, hate him. I just think... Uh, oh, you just think he's never, a douche. He's, uh, he's never matured. Who cares about maturity? I mean, his ratings speak for themselves. Oh, uh, here we go. These invisible ratings. Uh, first of all, I work for Nielsen, buddy. The ratings oh, are real, okay? okay? Oh. Um, he is funny. Uh, he can, yeah. he can come off as a douche, but he's doing it on purpose. In in most cases, just, uh, people that hate him tend to listen to him as much as people that like him. So, but yeah, if we're going to go with radio hosts, uh, I'm going to say Chris Muller's douche of the week. Cause he's a douche. Uh, he's annoying him and Filipponi both. I can't even stand listening to him. I, I, they were on for an hour before Madden. And I, sometimes if I don't feel like listening to music, I will try to suffer through, and I can never do it. Like, I might get through five or ten minutes, and they just annoy the shit out of me, and I have to turn it. 
So I used to, I used to love Muller because I I had to have to go to work real early and he'd be uh, like when the fan first came out and I used to love listening to him. Then just each time slot you get moving up to it just kind of got more and more pretentious. I guess. He's um, he is very pretentious, uh, but I don't know. I mean. I don't like a lot of the guys on the fan. Um, you know, some of yeah. them are cool, but I, Mueller in particular. And you know what's funny is I really liked Paul Zeiss at first, oh, but the more I've no, it's funny. The more I've listened to him, the worse he is. He's, he's oh yeah, he's real conservative as, as well. No, he's libertarian. Oh right? whatever, dude. He he might call himself a libertarian, but he's conservative and he's annoying. And he always says, well, the bad, the bad part is he's always got to talk about it. I don't want to hear about his political views. Uh, you know, talk about sports and I'm not, you know, I'm not the guy that's like, Oh, the athletes need to stick to sport. No, but you're on a sports talk radio. Try to stick to the sports. Yeah. He is. And I used to really like him too, because he's a little outspoken. He never knew what he was going to say. Now. Oh, I, yeah. Now, you know exactly what he's going to say and he's going to grumble. <laughs> that's that's my we'll Paul Zeiss like, impression, and I think it was pretty damn we'll, good. <laughs> we'll get into the uh, Pittsburgh sports there we go. because I, but, I have a lot of opinions on each of them. Maybe that'd be like a segment we'll do for sure. We just go down the line. Yeah, I think I just pick Muller because he's probably the most annoying to me right now. I think Dunlap is. I he is annoying too. Uh, yeah, I agree with you there. I don't listen to the morning show. I'll I'll, I'll go over to DVE anymore. I used to like the morning show more when like Miller was on. I thought he was cool. I th- I think me and Miller are kind of similar. We don't talk much, but when we do, it's pretty funny. Well, I you know and only he <laughs> he was funny. Was yeah, funny. I'm not not me him. Uh, so then uh, let's just wrap up today's episode. Uh, like I said, we'll do this at least once a week. We'll try to get at least bi-weekly. Even if like the second show is only maybe like 20, 30 minutes. Um, we are called Show Yourself Pittsburgh. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but we are Show Yourself Pittsburgh. Fail. Locally. Didn't Epic even fail. say the name of the freaking show. Uh, <laughs> was it on my notes? <laughs> was it on my notes? But, producer. Uh, maybe, Where's the producer here? Yeah, he needs to be fired. Yes. Uh, but uh, later in the week, maybe we'll uh, throw uh, another episode on just a, something short so if you can reach out and review and rate us uh i'll be on there probably every day listening and rating us a five out of five obviously um i i'd like to talk about the pirates maybe next uh episode and maybe about this particular show maybe the stand since we're big uh, stephen king fans a little bit and then um also want to mention that with like doing a show like this, and we're both amateurs. This is our first. No, oh, man. First thanks for clarifying that. Notice, <laughs> noticing that. But I mean, we are average people, and uh, I'm going to create a Twitter page, and hopefully, we can get a little bit of a following, and we'll discuss whatever. I mean, we're not experts in too many fields, but we do have a little bit more knowledge on a couple of subjects, and we'll try to share that as we go. And with that being said, like, hopefully we can see a progression with these shows getting better and better. That includes uh, getting some guests and, and different opinions off of different people. And because it's nice to have, like, yeah, we agreed on seven out of the eight divisions in NFL, NFL this week. 
but it'd be also nicer to have a little bit of a different opinions outside the box and everything. So we do uh, disagree quite a bit, good bit about life and just music and entertainment and everything. So we will, uh, you will notice we do argue. Uh, Joe won't talk to me for like a week or a month at a time mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's, that's projecting. Yeah, uh, you're projecting. projecting. Yes. Oh, I, I learned it from watching CNN fake news. <laughs> so, but uh, I'll let Joe finish up with his final word. But uh, please uh, be kind. Review us. Give us a five out of five once we get this posted. And look for us to uh, put out a couple more shows and see uh, how how we do. Um, a lot of the songs that uh, we threw in here today, we'll try to, we'll at least keep uh, Show Yourself by Mastodon in here every week. And maybe we might cycle in. I know Joe's a big Tool fan. I'm a Tool fan. And then um, also going to put in uh, maybe the Mantra song by, uh, uh, was it bring me the horizon because I think that just kind of fits in closing out what our show is. But yeah, we'll mix in a little bit of a like, rock song. I didn't want to mix in the songs that we were talking about this week just because I want you to kind of go out and listen to yourself. So I'll let Joe finish up and then uh, thank you for listening. Hopefully, you didn't turn us off after five minutes. Just show yourself, Pittsburgh. Joe, give us a closing thought. My closing thought is I thought you were going to go full Jerry Springer. You were like, be kind. And I thought you were going to say to one another, I was like, please don't go there. But no, uh, way. <laughs> no, be, no way. Yes. But yeah, be kind to us, uh, hopefully. And uh, But I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoy doing it. I'm, I'm starting to figure out that this is definitely something uh, that I enjoy. And I'm hoping that we can continue to do it. Whether anybody likes it or not, uh, as long as Chris has the time, I'll keep doing this stuff and I uh, just have fun doing it. But I do hope people enjoy it. But I don't really, I, all I mean is I, I'll still do it even if you don't. <laughs> so, well, so I'm zero fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. Uh, again, it's fun for me to do it. But, uh, but yeah, if more people like it, you know, make me rich, please. I need it, you know. Okay. He has mountains of mountains. Oh, I have mountains of nothing. But thanks for listening and review us and rate us. And uh, thank you all for spending a few, uh, maybe a little over an hour with us. So have a good day and be kind to each other. Ugh. Toodles. Later. Later.